0: Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is John Middick of sharpenedartist.com. I am joined by Barb Sotiropoulos. Barb, it it feels like forever since we've spoken.
1: It's true. (laughs) It has. I mean, you also left for an an eternity. So... I mean, maybe that's a little dramatic, but.
0: All right. Yeah. I have been gone for a while, right? And now my daughter, my daughter just left today to go to college, um, yeah. like 10 hours away. And it just feels like she went to the other side of the world. This is the way it goes, I guess.
1: I mean, Aaron, is that what are we having a therapy session this episode? We, we might have happening? to before
0: I can. I mean, Get listen. My...
1: I got time. Do you <laughs> want to talk about it a little
0: before? If I if I'm allowed to cry, then we can talk about it. No, <laughs> I'll hold it together. S- I'm I'll sending you together. virtual <laughs> tissues. Right. It's, I may need them. You
1: know. Once again, everyone's like, "Did we tune into the right show? <laughs> what What's is happening this about?" Oh, yeah.
0: So we are going to talk color pencil, and we're going to talk today about color charts. Something that I don't do. I do not do color charts, Barb. You probably know that about me. Oh, we've talked about it before. Yeah. Barb loves (laughs) color charts, though. I do. It's a difference in, I think, a person that is just very organized and OCD, right? And then somebody who is kind of lazy like me and doesn't want to take the time to do something like that. So let's talk about (laughs) that. What, What do you think the key differences are and why are they good to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a certain type of person that's going to want this versus somebody who isn't. And it's not for everyone, but by all means, like there's there's value in it, I think, for sure. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things I think is that it really, really appeals to people who are brand new to colored pencil or perhaps have a lot of different sets of different brands of colored pencils. Yeah. One of the really big advantages is just it's a great way to kind of keep that organized for yourself, and especially if you decide to then like you I don't split up my colors, <laughs> I like to keep all my colors in their tins in the in the order because that's that's just the way my brain works. But you know, for yourself, mm-hmm. where you like to separate things by color, um, yeah, mine looks it, like it, just a big old brand bleh,
0: like somebody just vomited up colored (laughs) pencils you know
1: (laughs) yeah exactly like i mean you have them organized by color and that works for you and that's certainly a way to organize your pencil sets but i don't know how many people really have all of those colors memorized in terms of what they look like on paper so where these color charts come in is it's a really great way to kind of have this quick reference for yourself to be able to you know, if you pick up a, a Caran d'Ache or lavender colored pencil, you can see what it looks like compared to, say, Faber-Castell's offering or yep. some other brand or Derwent Lightfast or that sort of thing. Like, just in terms of what the subtle color shifts are mm-hmm. and have that for yourself already done. I know a lot of times people will recommend having mm-hmm. a scrap piece of paper next to your artwork to reference that. I find, I mean...
0: It, that, that's, what that, that's what I recommend. That's what I do and that's what I recommend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Just for me, I find having having something already completed that I can just even contrast and compare yeah. or just reference really quickly is, is really helpful to me. But right. also, the other thing that's included in these charts is it's not only the name, the color number, an area for your swatch, but it's also the light fast ratings. So, mm-hmm. one of the columns is the light fast ratings that come with from the manufacturer of each yeah. uh, colored pencil line. But then also there's a column for any additional ratings that you want to include. So, for example, oh, very nice. It, Yeah. So if you're a member of the CPSA, for example, so it's the Color Pencil Society of America, for those of you that don't know, Mm -hmm. or an equivalent in your own country, they do their independent light test testing. And that book is uh, then available to the members. But if you want to be able to put those readings in beside on that chart, you can have kind of those two numbers there to sort of compare for yourself, just, you know, make your own decision about whether you want to use a certain color or not. I like to highlight the ones that are fugitive, like right on the chart itself. So I know for myself whether that's a color that I can use in an artwork and a piece of artwork that I'm selling or not. I tend to do a lot of work that I can use for prints. So for me, it's not always as much of a concern. But again, if you're new and you're not quite as familiar or you don't want to separate out or throw out your pencils, then you have this quick reference that you can just have all in one spot instead of trying to find that information in different places
0: i think you hit on something really big and a key difference in someone who is using a sheet of paper if i'm drawing on pastel mat like this past weekend's workshop then i had a pastel mat clean sheet of paper which was my test sheet so that i could test colors before applying them and i didn't do that very much and i don't do it very much anymore But I think you hit on something really big, a brand new artist. I think this is an important thing to do because when I was new, I didn't know the colors. I didn't know the names of them. I didn't know what they look like when you you applied them to papers, any paper at all, let alone what they look like from one paper uh, surface to another. So I think it's important, very important when you're brand new to colored pencil. Let me give just uh, an example here. One of the pencil colors Luminance came out with, it's called, one of my favorites, it's called Herculinum Red. Just one of my staples now for drawing skin tones, regardless of what type of skin tone it is. Well, that color, you know, I had a hard time just like trying to classify it and think, what what really is this color? I recently found out, and it was it was quite by accident, I'm going to hold this up to the camera for those of you who are subscribers over there in Monthly Sharpener and part of Member Circle, if I just show you the tip, okay, they don't look very similar, right? You see that, Barb? Yep. They don't look very similar. Two different manufacturers, okay? Herculaneum Red. I'm going to put a sample of that color down on this test sheet of paper. This is going to be uh, phenomenal by the time we're done here.
1: i are just going to have <laughs> maybe, to model it for the people that can't see you. <laughs>
0: So that is Herculaneum red right next to cinnamon in polychromos. Herculaneum red in luminance and cinnamon in polychromos. They look nearly identical. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. I- but when I look at the tip, I wouldn't think that. Okay. And when I look at the barrel, not sure how much that's yeah. communicating. Yeah. No but I wouldn't think that. Yeah. That's something I discovered recently. I'm like, oh my goodness, I wouldn't have known that. But I kind of stumbled across it by accident, just testing some colors.
1: Yeah, it's a really important thing that I think you brought up. and It's actually one of the things when I do product reviews on my blog, Uh it's one of the aspects that I always evaluate in any color pencil brand that I'm reviewing is just what is the color accuracy between what the pencil barrel looks like, what it actually looks like, and even in whatever color chart they have available. Like what is yeah, what is the accuracy across all of those things? Now, when it comes right. to printing processes, you know, for the most part, I think a lot of companies get it pretty close. But I think, you know, when you're talking about somebody who's brand new and and yeah. you know they're really relying on and trying to get that right color or or if you were working in a in a way that relies on you wanting to get an exact match. If right, you're just relying right. on something like the barrel color and you know that can that can be deceiving. And you're sitting there going really back and forth trying to, yeah. you know, make and in this case, you know, the two colors that you gave as an example there, I mean one there is a slight color difference between them. And it could just be that slight difference. Or, you know, if you have a limited amount in the set, say you bought the set of 24 and you don't have the full set of 120 or is available. Yeah. knowing that you have something comparable in another set oh, potentially, yeah. you know, is, is helpful. Right. And just oh, that yeah. color act.
0: It's negligible. Yeah. The differences are so, yeah. uh, you know, very, very insignificant. And I could modify one of these colors to make it yeah. match the other color. Like I could add more yeah. layers of uh lighter or darker, warmer or cooler to make them match. Exactly. I would say too, so, yeah. the
1: other issue is that, you know, uh, Prismacolor, for example, they have color charts that are free that you can download from their site, but it's a digital representation of the color. So now what happens there, and and maybe some people aren't necessarily aware of this, but depending on what your computer monitor is, how do you see that color versus how it now is going to print on your printer that is maybe not necessarily calibrated to your screen, you're going to get a color shift. So. You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to get approximations on color accuracy, but the advantage of having, you know, these charts that I'm offering is that all the work's done for you, the, you know, all the information you need is there. You just have to color it in and you're coloring it in with the pencils that you own. So you're getting an exact match every time because you're using the actual pencil as opposed to relying on a photographic or a printed representation of that color. So... I think that's really valuable yeah. for people who are brand new to color pencil, but also people who are experienced and maybe just don't have all their colors memorized, you know, and maybe, maybe you've been doing colored yeah. pencil for years, but you're more of a hobbyist. And so, yeah, you haven't, or, or maybe you've decided right. to switch brands recently. So it's a great way to really just do a test run with a new brand too. And also, you and I have discussed this before, sometimes within the same line of pencils, different colors can feel different. Like, the, you know, some of them might oh, absolutely. have more of a scratchier feel or a buttery feel. And sometimes right. it's nice to just have that exploration ahead of time before you jump into doing a piece with it. You can kind of like get to know the color a little bit and how it feels and how it looks on paper. One of the other things that I've included in the instructions in these charts is how to print it out on your own artist paper. So, you know, you're not just using copy paper from a printer, you can use A Strathmore Bristol, for example, that's the one that I reference in there is like a good in-between paper for doing these charts. It's a thicker, heavier weighted paper. So these charts will have some longevity to them. And yeah, you just print it out, you just fill it in and you've got this reference that's really invaluable in a lot of ways.
0: That's really nice. Yeah, I love that use case. You know, maybe you've only used Prismacolor Premier and you've decided to up the budget just a little bit more. And invest in some Polychromos pencils and some Luminance pencils. Or maybe you just bought the brand new Luminance portrait set. And you're wanting to explore those colors. First thing I do when I get pencils, typically, is I just grab a sheet of paper and I test them a little bit just to see what they look like. It's not much of a leap. To put it down on a chart. You may have convinced <laughs> me, Barb. May have. Okay. See, you're talking I'm getting close into it. <laughs> I'm so lazy though. I'm so lazy this. about you that. You don't even have to,
1: you just have to color it in. I've literally done the work for you. <laughs> right, right, Literally.
0: This is like yeah, I had no, John I, I love... in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love the concept. I, I won't say that I don't like the concept. Yeah. And, and I've had people talk to me about it before and they'll say, how come you don't recommend doing charts? I'm not opposed to people doing it. What I found for myself, and you may not be like me, probably most people aren't. I just found that I'm usually procrastinating is why I'm doing <laughs> a color chart or I, I'm just fearing something in my next project. It's not a discoverability thing. It's not, oh, I wonder what these colors look like. It's more like, hey, this is important, you know. Uh, And after I do that, I'm going to go clean the garage. And then I'm going to go wash the deck because I don't want to start this next commission or something like that. You know, that's usually what's going (laughs) on. Doing it for the right reason. Yeah, I'm all for that. But I'm just too lazy to do that. I'd rather draw my next portrait if I'm really in the mood to really draw something. And so I know for me... It just means I'm (laughs) procrastinating and I'm trying to get out of doing something or I'm trying to put it off for a moment. I think
1: one of the other things I want to bring up as well, just in in terms of a a pro for for using these charts, is one of the things I really discovered when I was filling out my own was sometimes the lack of difference between certain hues. So, you know, I'll go buy the whole set or whatever and there'll be like three blues or three greens that are so similar to each other that you're like, well, why did they even, That's like, Isn't why that did they the even put this in the thing? I'm, Yeah. No, I'm no, sorry, a sure, little but, sidebar
0: here. But, that is just the most annoying yeah. thing. Ever. I almost feel like when pencil companies do that, that they're, they're just it's, broadening yeah, the it's coffer filler. just a little bit. They're <laughs> They're try- They're like, can we make this uh, yeah. oh, 140? Can we make it 145? Yeah. Can there you get another yellow there in there? Can you sure? get another green in less there?
1: Less numbered, based based on that alone. And here's right. the thing. So, the advantage again now. So you've now filled this the whatever. When you go now to replace your colors through open stock, you can now yeah. make that evaluation that you're like, hey, I have these three this group of three blues, for example are also similar to each other right. and i find that i keep gravitating towards this one so now you know you don't have to replace yep. the other two or you know what i mean it helps you kind of right. make those evaluations on your own or you can be like hey two of these blues are very similar to another set that i own so realistically i don't need to buy it's giving you a little bit of a a I guess an evaluation for savings on purchasing pencils too, when you can kind of make those assessments through something as concrete and comparable as a chart, right? Um, And I think, you know, I just want to kind of touch upon, you know, in favor of the scrap piece of paper for me, where there's value in still having that is if you're trying to blend a few colors together and you want to test that out ahead of time, because these charts are dealing with single colors, That's maybe a different thing, but if you're talking about what two colors look like together, still a good idea to have that scrap piece of paper and test it out. So it's not that, you know, this isn't replacing that necessarily entirely, but it's giving you sort of that reference for, for something Mm -hmm. just a little bit quicker. It's just saving, you know, as we all know, color pencils, very time consuming. So this is just shaving that little bit of extra time off of your, off of your process, I guess.
0: Definitely. I think it's a very good point. And I can understand how having a chart then to see visibly right there in front of your eyes that these colors are just not enough dissimilarities between the two that you don't need to really buy them. Here's another case in point. Okay. So the new Luminance pencils, okay, they've got violet pink and they've got hibiscus pink. They are virtually the same color, there's very little difference. Uh, same way with dark flesh, 40% and dark flesh, I think it's 5%. It's virtually the same color. I love the colors. I mean, I love these pencils, but I, every time I buy now in open stock, I don't buy all of those. I buy one of those pairs, right? Because I don't need to just go and Once duplicate these too. colors. All you got to do is exactly. add a little white to one of I those. and think to your point you too, as you color.
1: kind of gain more confidence in colored pencil as well, you you start to be able to make those yeah. decisions that don't necessarily rely so much. Like I find I work with so much more of a limited right. palette than I used to. Um, I mean, I used to oh, yeah. do right. pieces where I felt like I was using almost every color that was made in the in the box, right? But now I find um, yeah. I don't need to rely on that as much because I I'm, I'm comfortable enough with what the colors do when they're mixed together that I can use less and mm-hmm. that's something that you gain over time. Absolutely. But I really think that this helps you make those decisions and again it helps you evaluate which colors you really need, which ones you don't, and because it's got the light fast ratings in there, when your whole set of polychromos is running down, for example, you can see okay, well. Um, these colors are known to be fugitive. If you're selling your work, maybe now you don't need to replace with another whole set of 120. Maybe you go down to the set of 36 because for example, because maybe more of the colors that you're using are non-fugitive colors are in that set. You don't need to necessarily always invest in the full set every time just to get the colors that you need.
0: Right. Right. That could not be stated enough that limiting your palette actually empowers you to make more decisions and to be a a little more clean in your decision process and rendering as well, because you're using the pencils for what they're worth.
1: Yeah. um, I hate to say that it is exactly what you said, where it's just like it's they're just they're trying to give you extras. it's like, oh, look at all these colors. But but really the.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're pretty in the box. Sure. They're beautiful that in the box. Rainbow, to yeah, see that yeah. subtle gradation. I mean, that's yeah, candy that rainbow for rainbow gradation. For there. Sure, yeah, it beautiful. is, but it, really it doesn't is.
1: empower you to be able to make choices later. And ideally, that's where where you want to be because there's nothing wrong with necessarily wanting to follow a formula, but at the same time, eventually, we're going on a total side rant here. But <laughs> eventually, you want to be able to to make yeah. those decisions yourself. And and you know, with color pencil, there's so much subtlety and in gradations and stuff to create certain sh- like tones and I think you know even limiting yourself a little bit gives right. you the- it gives you ability to practice doing that
0: it forces you to think about your whole color palette the value scheme when you start doing that when you start making those decisions, then you are not going to have to rely on someone else's tutorial and you're going to be empowered to make all those choices yourself okay Barb so how can we get these charts talk to me
1: you can get these charts by either visiting my website or if you'd like we'll have a link in the show notes and also what we're offering for the sharpener artist listeners is, uh, it is 20% off any of the single charts so currently there's five charts available. I'm going to be adding more as time goes on, but these first five are basically the ones that are the most popular ones that you'll see, some popular brands. So Caradosh Luminance, Derwent Lightfast, Prismacolor Premier, Faber Castell Polychromos, and Lyra Rembrandt Polycolor oh, are the five that the, are available. You hit all
0: the big ones. Awesome. Both big ones. I love it.
1: So yeah, so those are the, those are available as either single charts or as a five-pack of charts. Um, so the five-pack, you essentially get all five charts for the price of three. So that's already a great discount. And then the 20% off applies to if you want to just buy one of the single charts. Now. Also, if you would like to test drive one of the charts, see what it's all about. You're still maybe a little skeptical, even after all of our convincing <laughs> we just did. Um, and when you sign up for my newsletter, you can get the Prison of Color Premiere one for free for a limited time. So
0: Awesome. Okay, yeah. we will have a link uh, for that over in the show notes as well. And um, the
1: promo code. I forgot to tell the promo code.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. What is it? What or we can put it in the show notes. Either, either way, yeah, do sure. you, if you already have one, yeah. What What is the promo code?
1: That promo code is sharpart20. So. Okay. So if
0: you're out jogging or doing laundry or doing art, more importantly, then we <laughs> will have that over there in the show notes. We'll have yeah. the link set up for you. Just so, Barb, big remember. question here. When are you going to have the Pablo pencils done? Oh, well, <laughs> if you get, I mean, that, get that one done, I may, I may download that one and, and uh, fill that one out of little trial God, run for I myself. <laughs> you <laughs> you may have, you've, you've gotten really, really close.
1: I do take yeah, requests do in terms of like what people want to see. So my plan for this is kind of awesome. to release them in phases. So oh, essentially I've done the most popular ones first. And then one of the next releases will be the second tier kind of like you know, the next sort of group of popular charts. And then I'm also, as like inside scoop for your listeners, I'm also going to be releasing charts for the water-soluble lines that'll have oh, nice. a space for the solid dry color and then the water-soluble, like the water version of the color too. So Very um, cool. I think those are really helpful. And, and I've had these charts myself for years, and every now and then I'll post them on social media and I would get questions and I used to make them by hand and it was really time consuming. And then eventually yeah. I made them digital and yeah, I just was getting requests for, for people but, to, and actually I have well, she, to send a little bit of a, a shout out to Brenda she, just because she is, she motivated me to, uh, to actually get these done quicker <laughs> than,
0: awesome. than normal,
1: but, uh, yeah, I think, um, Brenda,
0: Brenda Matson, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, Canadian
0: Brenda. artist, phenomenal portrait artist. Yes. You guys should check her out. Um. This is very cool. Yeah, I'm excited because this is something that you were requested to do. I yes. love this. Yeah, There's something just sort of organically and spontaneously happens like that. Um, I mean, now, I Barb's was, not going to talk. A,
1: sorry, uh, I talked over you.
0: <laughs> no, it was fine.
1: I was gonna say I I thought I was the only one that was like crazy enough to like want these things. I mean, crazy is maybe the wrong word. Uh, but <laughs> Insane's
0: so, a better word, right?
1: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> now we're just, just... being judgy. No, no, no. No, I,
0: <laughs> no, I,
1: I had you know the response I've gotten from the people that have have bought the church so far. I mean, it's just it's been yeah. really rewarding for me just to see that this is something yeah. that. Other artists are also wanting. And my biggest thing was just trying to find a way to remove the barrier for for people creating them themselves. I mean, this is certainly something, you know, the information is, is out there. But I really feel like, you know, the difference is taking the time to do it for someone else in an organized way, in a way that makes sense and is easy for them to just make it happen.
0: Well, I love it because not everyone is a designer. Barb is a phenomenal designer. So when she designs something, it's beautiful. And these charts are incredible. I would never be able to design something like this for myself. So I'm glad that Barb did that work for me. But here's the thing, if I am going to use a chart, it's gonna be something that I can fill in myself and I can see that there's a a spot for me to take notes or put in my own rating or something like that. I love that aspect of it as well. But beyond this, and Barb's not gonna say all of this, and she's probably gonna be embarrassed that I'm saying this, but I know. <laughs> That she's very conscientious person and if there are changes that need to be made I know that she's going to to do that she'll update these occasionally I'm sure I, I think it's an awesome deal and I'm glad we could collaborate on this Barb thanks for creating these it's awesome oh I think gosh. there's need for that there's there's a space for it it's you know a little more OCD than what My personality type is ready for it, but I'm willing to try it.
1: (laughs) I'm actually, I'm finding this, this lovely sense of community now of other artists who are are apparently just as, you know, OCD as I am about it. And, and, uh, you know, honestly, I mean, aside from, from that side of it, I really do think there's a lot of value in these and thank you, John, for your kind words.
0: (laughs) Um, No, they really are valuable. And I, yeah, if I wasn't so lazy, I probably would do them. On every pencil. That I, I
1: mean, you you literally anytime I've brought these up on other podcasts, you've like fought me on it. And been like, I think it's a waste of time. I can't believe this. And and because actually, it, no, this is for a, me. It this is this is a win for me because the fact that you're even considering maybe getting one of like even I am considering. No, no it's, I really it's am. Fantastic because that is like it's not that I'm trying to convert everyone into doing this, but like oh, I literally. know. But your
0: arguments are really your arguments are really really sound and. If there's anything that anybody that knows me, one thing they know about me is that if I'm told the logic and reasoning behind something, I'll change my mind. I'm, I'm <laughs> not above adapting to new information at all. I, th- I think
1: the biggest <laughs> thing for me with these was just I wanted something that incorporated all the information because yeah. I've, I found yeah. charts, you know, online for free that had some of the information, yeah. but not all of the information or it was right. just the color number and the color, or, you know, and I wanted something that Or they haven't had been updated
0: everything. in years. Yeah. How about that yeah. one? That's, I just that, wanted
1: something that are, actually, what you get a lot of the time from the manufacturer is you get the color and the name yeah. and the number maybe, but then they just tell you what sets it comes in, which is great. That's helpful. Right. But I think that's only great from a purchasing perspective, not from a an application of when you're using it to create art. So that was my thought process oh, yeah. behind it was just, How do I make a document that references all the information you would need when you're creating art? And one of the tips I actually give too, there's a a whole page in in the booklet you get as well that talks about just some of the tips that I use for filling them out. One of the things that I recommend to do in the space for the swatch is to do a gradient. So something that's from like, you know, Mm -hmm. the full saturation Mm -hmm. of the color to like a lighter layer. The advantage of doing that is you get the full saturation of what this color looks like. But sometimes we're not looking for a color in full saturation every time. Sometimes we're looking at what does it look like in the lighter version of it. And that can even inform your color choosing process as well. Right.
0: Right. That's awesome. So I just want to ask, maybe you mentioned this and I glossed over it, but. Did you talk about printing these on different colors? Can we, can we do that? Colored I mean, paper? different colored papers. I haven't personally yeah. tried that, but I'm you guessing. could.
1: I mean, as long as, you're, as, could, as right? the lines are visible, like if you wanted to do this on a sure. toned gray paper or something like that, you yeah. certainly could. Yeah.
0: that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I
1: mean, obviously or a black paper wouldn't yeah. work so well, probably. Maybe but, not. Uh,
0: white ink? I don't yeah. know.
1: <laughs> I mean, if <laughs> yeah. you've got a printer that prints with white ink, let me know because that's probably expensive, but...
0: <laughs> that, that's what you could invent. Oh next my gosh! Barb, right I mean,
1: there. I don't have that kind of time, John. <laughs> Somebody's probably done it somewhere. I mean, it is well, possible hey, just no, not for a home printer.
0: <laughs> but I'm also thinking like Stonehenge, uh, warm yeah. white, and things like that. You could you could do that. I mean, that's that's yeah, awesome. If There's, that's the
1: paper you like to you're use, wondering, then you know, yeah, yeah.
0: That's a lot of times what you're thinking. You're you're wondering what's this red going to look like on this yellowish kind of paper, you know.
1: Yeah, that so, was my thought process cool. with this too. Coming from obviously being an artist myself and and looking at these different yeah. situations scenarios where I was doing these things, like I said, for myself and just in conversations with yeah. other people and and the times that I posted about it, I was just right. starting to really get this impression that this was obviously something that other people were wanting to. And, and I'd already done the work, so why not share it? Right. So it's. Uh, right, I mean, right. it's. It's not that I'm inventing something new necessarily here, but the difference is that I've done it for well, you. <laughs> <That's kind of laughs>
0: right, right. No, but it. But it is new in a lot of ways. I mean, the the yeah. concept. Yes, you're right. Is not new, but having it formatted in this way, guys, just go over and check out the free chart if you're wondering about it. I think that would be all they really need to do, Varb, to be convinced <laughs> of that. So, anything else before we go? What do you think? No, again, I just you know I really
1: want to say thanks to everybody who either downloaded the free chart or has purchased one of the other ones. I really appreciate it, and the feedback I've been getting is great. So, yeah, I'll keep putting out charts as long as you guys want (laughs) them.
0: very very cool okay yeah when you get that pablo
1: you'll be that first uh, one
0: ready (laughs) let let me know all right guys thanks for joining today uh you can get the podcast every week on monday listen on spotify grab it on stitcher apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, wherever you're listening right now uh and if you like the show tell someone else about the show consider leaving a five-star review i only accept five stars i'm sorry about that but that's the only one that i accept so (laughs) keep that in mind as well no i would appreciate an honest written review as well so we'll talk to you next week until then take care and stay sharp thanks for listening to this week's episode all the show notes can be found at www.sharpenartist.com